Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Everyone either remembers or has heard about the iconic slow speed chase by the LAPD of the White Bronco. That was, of course, part of the O.J. Simpson case. The slow speed chase in El Monte, California, Wednesday night wasn't O.J., thank goodness, but it was slow speed, and it was, just like the other one, captured by TV station helicopters and broadcast to millions. It began around 9 p.m. when police there got a report about a stolen SUV. Officers picked up on the suspect not long after, and the chase was on with the red lights flashing and the sirens wailing, and the SUV barely going over 30 miles an hour. Police deployed those stop spike strips twice in an attempt to stop the car, but it, yet it kept going. Whenever the, true, the cops tried to set up a blockade, well, the perpetrator just drove around. Finally, a tire came off, and that was the end of the chase. It started, lasted over an hour, and ended entirely inside a trailer park. <laughs> it just went around the circle. <laughs> Somebody could have got outside and the car went, hey, stop, just, just stop. stop this. <laughs> this is stupid. Yeah. And Cliff, if this yes. isn't the title of a country song, I don't know what is. What's that? Taking a Mississippi man to jail. <laughs> you are absolutely right. <laughs> that Chris Stapleton should jump on that right now. Taking a Mississippi man to you know? jail. <laughs> It's like one of those, and you you hear songwriters talk about, they'll see something, and they'll, basically, they're like, and in like four minutes, as fast as I could write, the words came out. The yes. song was done. Yes. That's the first line right there. Yes. Yeah. We and need, what we need to hear is a songwriter. That's exactly right. I well, never thought of it. See, I'm not a songwriter, so I didn't think about it. I'm not either, but it just kind of struck me as, man, that's country right there. <laughs> Well, Cliff, the uh, number yeah. of elderly folks that are dying from falls is uh, yeah. sharply on the rise. Really? Yeah, well, that, I mean, that's, uh, that's sad. That is yeah, sad. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Well, Prince Charles is going. It's not happening here at Buckingham Palace, though. <laughs> Come on, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> London Zoo, Cliff. Yeah. They had to recapture a bird of prey that escaped. <laughs> no. Yes. This is not going to end well, no, I can tell right now. No, the bird flew to a nearby park, <laughs> Yeah, and so their best option, they thought, was yeah. to get it back. Mm-hmm. They put a dead rat on a stick and walk <laughs> over to the other park. Put a dead rat on a and stick. And park visitors were quite upset that that's yeah. what they came up with, but it makes yeah. sense to me. Well, it does to me, too. Uh, um I, and I think there are a lot of people who don't realize when they see an animal like that in a zoo, uh, that's what they eat. <laughs> yes. And so They don't care if you're a rat lover or not. No. This is what they eat. And it's hard to train a yeah. rat to walk over there and give it's himself right. up. Exactly right. So you have to put one on a stick. <laughs> but think of this, Cliff. Yeah. Dead rat on a stick. Yeah. Does that not sound like a new snack treat that's going to be at the Indiana State Fair this year? You know, they always come up with exotic that's stuff. There's always some weird thing, yeah. You know, for $7, yes. come to the fair, fair and have dead rat on a stick. Oh, man. <laughs> wow, the stuff you come up with, Cliff. <laughs> it's 
why I'm the news director, I'm telling you. Who else would be? Sunny and Wendy today. I don't know. About 80. <laughs> no one else wants to. Weed patients in the Kalamazoo, Michigan area being encouraged now to seek further medical attention, all because of what one doctor there is alleged to have done. Yes. What the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services said Dr. Roger Beyer did is a classic tale from the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast. The department that oversees medical licensing in that state received a complaint on May 21st from a nurse who worked for Dr. Beyer indicating that she had been trained to reuse a device that she felt like should have been disposed of. The device is intended to measure muscular dysfunction and strength and is frequently used as an aid after childbirth. And it's called a rectal pressure sensor. And it does just exactly what you think it does. And it's put just exactly where you think it goes. The nurse told regulators that the $60 rectal pressure sensor in Dr. Byers' office had been used commonly on 100 or more different patients, thus disregarding the product labeling that indicated it was for single patient use only. Although she did add that every once in a while, they were cleaned. <laughs> kind of gives the uh, new meaning to the phrase, butthead. <laughs> you know, you know, I always thought that a rectal pressure sensor was your body's kind of built-in alarm that alerts you that the toilet seat is not down in the proper position. <laughs> I came back for this. <laughs> I came back. Yes. After missing yesterday. Yes, you did. To hear that. Yes. Perhaps you had a news story on this yesterday. I don't know, since I wasn't here. But mm -hmm. um, former um, Boonville resident grew oh, up there. Yeah. I heard about it. We didn't have it on the news, but I did hear about it. I think this is cool. His name is Jeremy Spencer. Yeah. And he grew up in Boonville and left when he was like 19 years old. Mm -hmm. And for years, he was in the rock metal group Five Finger Death Punch. Yes. And... Tuesday, mm -hmm. he was sworn in as a police officer in the Rockport Police Department. <laughs> now, that's pretty cool. No, it's, it's very cool. I'm wondering, Cliff, yeah. if after he was sworn in, yeah. did he immediately run himself out of town? That's right, because we don't want that kind around here. Yes, we don't want the rockers <laughs> in this town and run himself out. I think that is as cool as can be, though, that he's come back. To be a police officer yeah. in Rockport. Mm -hmm. Jeremy Spencer. Oh. Hindsight being 2015 like it is, Cliff. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's supposed to be 2020. Oh, well, I knew there was, didn't sound right. Uh, 2020, yeah. hindsight. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps I shouldn't have mentioned the uh, new police officer in Rockport, Jeremy why, why Spencer. Why is that? Why should you not have talked well, about Well, he him? might not, you know, if he hears it from somebody that we've been talking about. That we've about. been talking about him, yeah. And uh, he might not take it so well, and... I have to actually go to Rockport very soon for a baseball game. Oh, you do? Huh? Yes, I do. Okay. So I'm going to mention it right now yeah. that when I'm in Rockport, yeah. I will not be driving a 2000 Green Buick LeSabre. Oh, you won't? I huh? will not be anywhere close to that vehicle. <laughs> Nowhere. If you, if you see that car, it's not we. It's not me no. in Rockport coming up in a few days. <laughs> it won't be me. Well, Cliff? I, I didn't know your car would go all the way there. Well, it's, a, it's not going to, remember? Oh, I'm oh, not going to be oh, in the green car. Oh, so what car are you driving then? Uh, I to borrow somebody. <laughs> Have you ever been in a physical fight in your lifetime? <laughs> That's the question, Cliff. You, you, mean, you mean like punching? 
Yes. A fight where there's punching. Yes. Okay. Not just shoving around, actually bop somebody. Okay. Have you ever done that, Glenn? No, I can't say In that your I entire have. life? No. Even I mean, as a kid? Well. Not counting I mean, your brother? <laughs> not Well, okay, if you discount the childhood arguments and pushing and shoving and wrestling and things like that that we did with uh, one another as brothers, probably no. Well, the new survey's yeah. out. Yeah. 50% of all of us say that at one time or other, we have been in a physical fight. 41% say yeah. they have not ever done that, like you, Cliff. Yeah. And then there's 9% that said they don't know. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know. How do you not know if you've been in a fight or not? I guess you're so bad, Cliff. Yeah. They just knock you silly and you can't remember. <laughs> you can't remember what happened. That is almost <laughs> incredible to me. Well, perhaps, perhaps it's... It's possible that they don't understand the actual definition of what a fight is. <laughs> Does that make sense? How can you be that silly that well, you don't because, know? I mean, if if some dude punches you and you're knocked out and you never punch back, is it technically a fight or did he just beat the crap out of you? It's both. So it is a fight. Yes. If you don't punch back. Yes. It's a fight. It's a fight. Well, see, people probably don't know that. You could whip Bob Newhart. That's right. And then you were not here yesterday. There was a picture of you on our social media page with a busted lip and a black eye. You have miraculously uh, healed, I must say. But apparently, you could not whip Bob Newhart. No, no. <laughs> He's a lot more spry than he looks really? like. Really? At 89? Yes, and the cane he has is just for looks. <laughs> he beat you with the cane, he hit. He? Yes, he did. <laughs> With this guy in Miami Beach showed a rare moment of intelligence and clarity for that part of the world Monday when he saw someone breaking into his car. The Mercedes was parked in the driveway of the unidentified man's home on Alton Road when he noticed someone had broken in and was rummaging through the interior in an attempt to, apparently, look for valuables to steal. The victim in the case later told a TV station that he dialed 911 to report the crime and then stepped out the front door, yelled at the crook, and told him the police had been called. And then he pointed his black iPhone, the one that had just been used to dial 911, at the criminal as if it were a gun, told the guy to stop what he was doing and get out of the car. The perpetrator was then told to lie down, put his face in the dirt with his hands behind his back. And 27-year-old Shelton John Johnson complied with the commands after mistaking the iPhone for real handgun. <laughs> you know, the homeowner is quite lucky that the phone didn't ring while he was pointing it at the dude, handgun style. <laughs> Can you imagine that conversation? Wait, is that a phone? No. It's the new iGun. It's time now for contestant yes. number one. Hi, who's this? This is Mary Wagner. All right, Mary, where are you from? Princeton, Indiana. Okay, four grand old Opry tickets. Do you know the phrase that pays? I think so. Well, let's hear what you got. Luke Combs, the newest member of the Grand Ole Opry, because a big boy's got to eat. That's acceptable today. Congratulations, you win. Okay. Well, Great. We, well, congratulations. We've got your tickets with your name on them. Who do you want to see at the Grand Ole Opry? Everybody. 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 I just love them all. Well, Mary, is there anybody you wouldn't want to see at the Grand Ole Opry? <laughs> no. No? Really? Wow. <laughs> you do I like just, them all. I just love everybody. Well, have have you been before? <laughs> oh, yes. 
yes, several times and really enjoy it. All right. Well, congratulations, Mary. I hope you have another great time in Nashville, okay? Well, I think we will, and thank you very much. You are very thank welcome. You. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, Cliff, I saw this morning there's a new company out that's uh, yeah. offering to help couples mm-hmm. choose a baby name, and it only costs you $100. <laughs> so you pay them $100, this company. Yes. And and if you're expecting, they will help you pick out a name for your baby. And okay. there's also the deluxe service that costs $350. <laughs> What do you get extra for the deluxe service? They are more in-depth. More in-depth. Helping you. <laughs> they kind of get the background of what, you know, oh, you come so from. So what is like that. for $100, what do they just pull a name out of a hat? I, is that how that works? And if you want them to actually talk to you, then it's $350. I've got a pretty good name already for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. What's it called? I think you should call your child Ripoff. <laughs> That way you'll be reminded of... That's how much money you got ripped off for. That's exactly right. (laughs) Cliff, one of my favorite things to do in the summertime is go to the zoo in Evansville. Okay. And I Really? Yes. You? I really like the the zoo. zoo. I I never took you for a zoo person. I'm a wolf guy. Okay. I really like the wolves. It's like when you make eye contact with them. Yeah. The look in their face Mm. is like, what are you looking at? You know, come on in here. And eyeball me like that. <laughs> That's the look they give you. It's right. like, yeah, you know, come on in here. Yeah. And eyeball Let's me like that. Let's try that on this side of the fence. Yes. Kind of like, you know, you and Bob Newhart. Exactly <laughs> right. I can't hardly believe that story you told me while the news was on. What are you talking about? That butter knives. Yes. Are made for right-handed people. Yes. If How is that virtual, possible? Virtually all knives are made for right-handed people, even butter knives. Because, especially if they're serrated, like a steak knife. Or if you look at a butter knife, they've got those little serrations on the side of the blade. They're all on the side of the blade where they're more useful for a right-handed person than a left-handed person. So that has hampered your ability to cut meat? (laughs) Apparently it's, yeah, because I'm, you know, left-handed. Can you tell that when you're cutting? Um, Well, I've never actually owned a proper set of left-handed steak knives so i can't tell you do they make that yeah and i have been to places and not bought anything that i just thought it was kind of curious to go there places called like a left-handed store where everything in the store from pens and pencils to scissors and ice cream scoops and all of those things including steak knives made for left-handed people so you have trouble with an ice cream scoop well, the, like the thing where you, one where you have the thing where you push with your thumb and it's got that little bar that flips around to push the scoop of ice cream out of the spoon. It's, it's made to push with a right-handed thumb. And if you're using it left-handed, there's no way to use your thumb just to push the button. So do you have to scoop your cream? I have to scoop my ice cream with my right hand or use a spoon that doesn't have that little thingy thing, the little lever thing. I never knew that. Well, you've never been left-handed, so you would not know. Boy, there's it's a, a lot of. I mean, if you look at left-handed, the world of left-handed people, there's a lot of struggle. Maybe you should just do some research and see I what may. you can come up with. I may. Yeah. Thanks to you. Yes. I've learned a little bit about wow. the struggles of left-handed so people. So today was an educational day for you. Yes. Excellent. And I have been googling and searching around, yeah. and I've come up with uh, something that I think is quite interesting about okay. left-handed people. Yeah. And. Uh, 
Well, we're going to give you the chance to call us at 812-386-1250. Okay. And possibly win tickets to Mesker Park Zoo. We gave some away earlier this morning. Okay. And I've looked up some facts and figures, and I'll yes. give you the statement. Okay. About left-handed people. Okay. Now, all you have to decide, is this statement about left-handed people true, or did I just make it up? Because <laughs> I got tired of researching after a while. <laughs> well, that, I could see that happen. <laughs> We're going to do it next. Let's go to the phone line and right. see who we have. Hi, who's this? Matt Hawking. Oh, my. It's Matt Hawking. Shouldn't you be out planting corn or something, Matt? Yes, please. Well, I am planting right now, but I'm sitting back. The auto steers take care of all that, so just got to sit back and watch wait, everything. Wait, 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 wait. You mean you just have to sit in the tractor and you don't even have to drive the darn thing? No, that's all computerized. That's, that takes care of that part of it. Well, I sympathize with your struggle there, Matt. Yeah, wow. I bet, I bet you're in the air conditioning as well. Yeah, I'm in the air conditioning, too. It's yeah. all nice and cool. Just sit back listening to you guys. Well, there's nothing better, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. On a Friday morning. Six-pack of beer. You probably just got it going on. That's right. Well, well, Matt, I'm going to give you a statement, and uh, you're going to yeah. tell me if it's true about left-handers or did I just make it up. You don't happen to be left-handed, do you, Matt? No, but I've got kids that are. Oh. Okay. Well, well. you might be vaguely familiar then with some of the challenges that left-handed folks like myself have to live with on a daily basis, as we have discussed Dark. previously. So All right. he has a statistic about left-handed people. You just have to tell us, is it real or is it just made up? Okay, true or BS. Okay. Yes. Well, that's a good way to put it. Yes, that's right to the point. Well, Matt, here's the statement. Over 2,500 left-handed people a year are killed from using products made for right-handed people. Now, is that true or did I just make that up? You just made that up. Actually, that's true, No, that's Matt. true. Oh! <laughs> so your children are in danger that's is what right. we're telling that's you. Yes. Right. Wow. So, you got to be more careful. <laughs> I did not realize, as a matter of fact, that I was living on the edge of death the entire day, every day of my life, until now. Well, make sure you I, go find a left-headed crescent wrench, too, while you're at <laughs> You know, I could turn that doorknob and leave the room, and it could kill me. <laughs> Well, Matt, I'm sorry you didn't win, but thanks for trying, okay? Okay, keep up the good work. Thanks. thanks. Bye, and you, you work hard out there. I will keep laying back listening to you. All right. Bye. Bye. You know, we talk about 2,500 left-handed people a year are killed using things made for right-handed people. Yeah. And the number one thing that I could think of off the top of my head that I just absolutely I just can't stand to use is a handheld circular saw. Because because the blade is on the right side of the tool and all the motor and mechanism is on the left side of the tool. And so if I hold it with my right hand, I'm pretty awkward because my right hand is awkward. If I hold it with my left hand, I have two choices. I can either, I can either hold it way over to one side and basically I'm cutting blind and I don't know, I can't see where I'm cutting. Or I could step around to the other side where all the sawdust blows right at me. And if I were to run into something that broke the blade, well, then the blade would be flying at me. So it makes total sense that I've been cheating death for 56 years. Wow. And you never even know it till I now. I have no idea. So you're not a woodman by any chance. No. Your dad I'm, is, right? <laughs> well, you could say that, yeah. He has nine and a half fingers to show for it. Well. <laughs> okay. 
He's been doing it for years, though, yes. right? No, you're absolutely right. All right. So one day he had an off day. Just one day I had an off day. And he's right-handed. That's Luke Bryan with Fast, and it goes without saying, Cliff, but I'm going to anyway. What's that? I know that yesterday's Take It to the Bank was really good, <laughs> but today I believe it's going to be absolutely excellent. Yeah, I totally blew it off yesterday. Get at it. No, you didn't do it? No, there was no Take It to the Bank. <laughs> and it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Well, Cliff? Yes? If you've never seen the Hoover Dam, I'm telling you, it's worth seeing in okay. person. You I've know. visited it one time. Really? It was quite okay. impressive. And I've uh, been a lot of places across the country, but I've never been to the Hoover Dam. Well, so it's, I'll have to put it on my list. If you see it in person or you yeah. can Google a picture of it, I'm telling you, in person, you have no idea the amount of concrete that that dam is yeah. made out of. I, I have seen a documentary about how that construction went, and I, I can only imagine. Oh, my. Yeah. Well, Cliff, I found out mm-hmm. this morning that the Hoover Dam is made out of 4.36 million cubic yards of concrete. Okay. Now, that may now sound like a whole lot. <laughs> well, it sounds like a lot. But how long is it? If uh, you were to make a roadway okay. with that concrete, the same amount of concrete, yes, into a road, your road would travel yeah. from San Francisco. All the way to New York City. Wow. That is a lot of concrete. That's a lot of concrete. And it's all stacked in one place. And if you ever go down inside the Hoover Dam, what freaks you out Mm -hmm. is that as you're walking down this narrow steps, there's water pouring in all around (laughs) you, making you think at any moment. It's going to give way. Yes. (laughs) But they reassure you quite often. You know, they say that. They expect the concrete structure to stand there for 10,000 years. We had this on some time ago that in Canada there's a bar yeah. and there's a special cocktail you can buy. Yeah. And it has an actual severed human big toe <laughs> in it. In the drink? Yes. Do you recall that? I, I recall discussing it, but I don't remember in what context. Yes. That there was perhaps a mummified finger or something, in, at least in the bottle. If I remember right. It might have been in the bottle. And people yeah. pay a fortune yes. to drink this. Yes. And I'm thinking, because mm-hmm. a guy yeah. recently lost a toe yeah. and donated it to the bar to put in the next drink. <laughs> so he, he, he accidentally had a toe cut off. Yes. And he donated it to the bar. Yeah, his big toe. <laughs> his big toe. It has to be the big toe. Now, you just think about how disgusting that would be. Well, Here you are drinking this drink yeah. with a big toe floating in it. Oh, yeah. Oh. No, no, no. It's worse. What do you mean? You take a big, huge sip yeah. and the toenail cuts your lip. <laughs> Would that not be gross? The toenail cuts your lip. There's, there's no good way that having a toenail cut your lip is a good thing. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. I think you should call your child rip-off. <laughs> Number two, rectal pressure sensor. Woo! Don't call your kid that. (laughs) And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, just like all the other stuff, can be heard later on our podcast, the Weed and Cliff official podcast. Go to the website, weedandcliff.com, for more information. It's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. It's in a lot of places. Go listen to it every day. But the phrase is, the chance 
to eyeball a wolf. <laughs> kind of like you and Bob Newhart was, apparently. Yeah, we went, yeah, well. <laughs> that was a one-punch fight, now wasn't it? Yes, it was. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.